0: One of my favorite performers in the world, Libby York, is back in town this week. She will be performing Thursday at the Winters Jazz Club Thursday, two shows, 7.30 and 9.30. It's a release party for her latest CD that she has talked about uh, many times she has been on this show in the past. And Libby, I cannot tell you what a great CD this is. The title is Dreamland. You must be very pleased, yes?
1: (laughs) Yes, Rick. It's always great to have a new project do well you know you never know when you're when you're recording and producing uh you know how it's going to be received but um we just today found out we got a four and a half star review in Downbeat. So I'm going to
0: read, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I can't tell you uh, <laughs> because I used to write reviews, and I I'm not sure I could have topped this one. I'm going to read the whole thing uh, during this uh, segment. Plus, you'll hear a couple songs from the CD. It's it's a it is really a stunning review because Libby York. It is a stunning. CD. When you say you don't really know what the result is going to be when you're in studio with uh, with other musicians, is that really true, Libby? You don't have any, any idea if it's going to be good or bad?
1: Well, I mean, I don't really think at the time about, you know, how someone else is going to think about it. I'm just trying to put down <laughs> the closest thing I can to you know what what I what I want to say at the moment or the songs I want to sing and the musicians I want to be working with so kind of it's kind of like afterwards then you find out if anybody else likes it you know
0: is is that is, is are there any similarities to live performance to recording in a studio i mean do you feel you know, after all this time of of being a an acclaimed live performer, do you have that same feeling? Because when you're dealing with an audience, there's a there's a certain, I think, emotional and maybe even intellectual uh, conversation going on when you're in front of an audience, as opposed to being in a studio. Is that am I making too much of this?
1: No, no, it's it's true, but I, it's, I, to me, they're very different experiences because, uh, what I especially realized this time, that mic in the recording studio is just like whispering in somebody's ear, you huh. know, it, huh. it's, it, literally huh. with people with, uh, but, you know, earphones on. Um, and so it's a different way of singing. And I, the thing I love about it is you just totally, connect with the musicians in the studio. At least that's what I felt. Oh, um,
0: interesting. Yeah, no, I can see that. I can see that.
1: Yeah, so you're really not thinking too much about an audience except that you know it's, well, this particular CD was very uh, intimate and, you know, there's only most, least just three of us on most of the tracks. Uh, Randy Napoleon on guitar, Rodney Whitaker on the bass, and then we have uh, Keith Hall on drums on four tracks. So it's kind of my post-pandemic effort, you know, and just wanted to keep it simple and and soft. And
0: uh, I know nice. we I, I know we talked we talked once or maybe even twice during the pandemic, but now that it seems to uh, fingers crossed uh, be done, uh, w- what did you learn during this time about yourself? I've talked to a lot of performers who had revelations uh large and small during this time being cut off from from uh i was talking for instance not the same thing to a, a very talented stand-up comic who who literally was talking about doing his routines for his children <laughs> what he learned, his young children, you know, 11, 8, and, and uh, 5, and what he learned doing that, Did you were, were there any revelations during this, uh, not uh, self-imposed, but this imposed sort of exile from performance?
1: Right. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of uh, mind-blowing to yeah, have sure. every day dark and no clubs and, uh, you know, no gigs, and no work, Um, to me, I guess it kind of made me realize more than ever how vital uh, the music is to me and working with great musicians and, yeah, singing for an audience. I mean, the whole process. I think um, probably most performing artists just really missed it, you know.
0: Yeah, no question. I mean, in, in many ways, it's like a a wonderful, not harmful narcotic uh, being in front of a live audience. I am now, Libby, before we take a break, going to read this entire, if you don't mind, uh, this entire review from the recent uh, issue of May
1: Right. 2023 today, so it's fresh. yes it's fresh
0: <laughs> this is this is for the first time on uh, american radio here is a review by a man named brian do you know brian morton
1: i do uh, not no
0: well you certainly should meet him sometime ladies and gentlemen sit back relax and listen to this this is what is called in the business a rave a rave review is it damning with faint praise to say that this is grown-up jazz? Too much female jazz singing seems to slide from Betty Boop pyrotechnics straight into gloomy Sunday croaking without much happiness happening in between. The lovely thing about Libby York is that she seemed like an adult artist without letting responsibilities weigh down joyousness and pleasure in the song. York knows that her responsibility is to the song and on material as potentially arch as Rhode Island is famous for you or the trickier, this happy madness. She delivers the lines with an almost discursive straightforwardness that enhances rather than deadening the impact. She's picked a remarkably good crew for the latest sail out into the Bay Randy Napoleon, who helps with production, has a sophisticated touch but never drifts into that lounge style that overtakes pianists charged with accompanying cool singers, and York is in the line of June Christie and Chris Connor. Whitaker, who has a lot to do on drumless tracks, is a model of tasteful restraint, while Hall, when he comes in for Throw It Away, generates maximum impact by not being there from the start. York's voice is in splendid shape, but it's the vigor and judgment of her storytelling that makes this one rather special. She's worked a relatively quiet passage up until now, but unlike those singers who, to vary the image, go up like a rocket and come down like a stick, she's pacing herself beautifully. That, that is just going to be a stunningly wonderful review.
1: I'm very happy with it. I must say, it's very kind of him to to feel that way, you know, yeah. to write so well.
0: Well, I know, and I know this This CD has been long in the making in, because of the pandemic, but it's a, it's a real credit to you. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and talk some more to Libby York about her CD release party this Thursday when the weather will not be what it is today. It will be almost spring-like by Thursday, 7.30 and 9.30 shows. Go to wintersjazzclub.com, or better yet, go to libbyyork.com, so you can buy all of her CDs. At Libby York's uh, website, which is <laughs> conveniently libbyyork.com, you can read more about her. I've written about her probably a number of times, and you can also get some of my favorite CDs. I do love your work, and I, this this dreamland, I, I don't know if I can outdo uh, brian morton in downbeat about praising it but it's it's quite something what libby in these days in these strange you know to to my mind kind of screwed up music business making a cd is a difficult thing is it not it's more difficult than it once was yes
1: uh, I'm not sure if the process of making it. Is
0: no, no, not not the physical process, but the, it, it, it is. There's so much marketing and streaming and all this other jazz that I don't really understand. It's a different kind of marketplace, is it not?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. The streaming. This is the first one I've released in the streaming era, and. You know, I love to get my Apple Music report every Friday with a map of the world and you know with all the spots that people are listening, and it's just unbelievable. You know, it's really global, but um, you know, many hundreds of plays and zero purchases.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah, that is the that would be for me who is never going to make a CD, that would be such a frustrating thing for me because there's something, I think, kind of joyful and revelatory about knowing, oh, my God, my music is being listened, is being played and listened to in Iceland or Rhodesia or, you know... Absolutely. Japan.
1: Naha, Okinawa. I'm big in Naha, Okinawa.
0: Is that right? <laughs> and Tokyo and
1: you know <clears throat> all over it really. It's, it's, I love that part of it.
0: Well, that's got to be that's got to be terribly rewarding and uh if not uh, remuneratively rewarding. I'm going to play mm-hmm. I want to play a, a couple songs during our time together. You can hear Libby sing two shows uh cd release parties at winter's jazz club just a stone's throw from this very building i am in go to winters dot com or do go to libby york.com so you can buy the rest of her cds god libby, you sound fantastic you just sound fantastic <laughs> can you admit that to yourself what do you when i say hey libby how uh, do you sound on that I- cut
1: i and I always hear what it should have could have you know <laughs> i mean it is it, never you know
0: yeah, you're have the... no,
1: uh, it, just there's no distance you know you're so close to it uh-uh. that uh but hey johnny mercer words you can't get much better than that that's for sure <laughs> well
0: and you produced this album too didn't you yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> w- w- the songs on it. When you are you selecting songs that it's got to be a, an interesting balance, an interesting relationship between songs you like and songs that you are vocally comfortable with. Is that true? That's
1: true. I early on in New York when I was just learning how to do this. Someone oh, I think I read somewhere. Uh, never choose a song which demonstrates your inability to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some songs I love, but I don't do because I just don't don't have a huge range or whatever it is. But uh, I've been very fortunate, I mean, to be producing my own records so I can only, I can do exactly what I want.
0: You yeah, know? yeah. And
1: in performance, too, I never sing a song I don't like. I always choose. The ones that I love you know,
0: sure, and you have I mean you you know you have uh, the, the and so many fans in Chicago because this is your this is where you're from libby York and right. uh, those people will if have you been performing recently anywhere
1: actually down in Key West a lot uh this uh, winter and then I played at Mesro, which is a great club in New York City in the West Village. Um, where I've been five or six times now, At
0: the do you sense, really great... do you sense, I don't know what you'll sense at, uh, Thursday night at winters. Do you sense any difference in the, in the crowds post pandemic? Cause I, I think, think it,
1: they're more uh, enthusiastic yeah. people are up, you know, I, I, <laughs> no, like I agree.
0: Stuff. There seems to be, there seems <laughs> to be, uh, an extra added joyfulness, I think, to crowds, uh, you know gathering together and uh, I I think there's no question that people have missed live performance uh, is there Absolutely. no question and, and by Doing what you do, Libby York, uh, you're you're doing some kind of real emotional service, not just an entertainment service. You're doing some kind of e- emotional service for uh, for people. Libby York, back in Chicago, her CD release party is Thursday at Winters Jazz Club, wintersjazzclub.com. She can be found there and at libbyyork.com. Uh, two shows. and 9.30. Who's performing with you, Libby?
1: I have wonderful musicians with me. It's uh, Pete Benson on Mm. piano, Mm -hmm. and Dennis Carroll on the bass, and the ever scintillating Eric Schneider on uh, tennis sax and clarinet.
0: Of course. I've known known Eric so long, I think I I have the feeling I was his babysitter or something. Uh, It's a talented group, as is... Randy Napoleon on piano and Rodney Whitaker on bass and Keith Hall on drums on your new CD, Dreamland. Welcome home, Libby, and congratulations on this, uh, the remarkable first review of what I'm sure will be a mountain of favorable reviews. It's always Thank good. You. It's always good to have you in town.